Welcome to Whiskey Wednesdays, a podcast session with Manny Carrera, your real estate resourcer. Here we sit with entrepreneurs, influencers, movers and shakers of El Paso, Texas, showcasing their experiences and successes along with a unique glass of whiskey every episode. Enjoy. What is up, y'all? Manny Carrera, your real estate resource, and this is episode number 41 of Whiskey Wednesday podcast sessions where we sit with entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers over a glass of some fine whiskey. Today, we're gonna be drinking a good one. We're gonna be actually be drinking one that took me a while to pronounce right now, Lafroy. I'm gonna be joined by my good friend, Wes, the owner here at Chuco Cigar. Wes, appreciate you being on the show. Episode number 41, man. Hey, Thank you for being on. What's up, man? Appreciate it, man. Pleasure. So, Wes, you're, you're obviously the owner, and it looks like to me a, a whiskey connoisseur and a cigar connoisseur also, right? Uh, so go ahead and tell us a little bit more about what we're drinking right now. Lafroy, this is a Scottish whiskey, yeah. uh, single malt, uh, and this is a 10-year, right? That's right. So uh, this uh, particular whiskey is a scotch, which means that uh, it comes from uh, Scotland, and um, this particular whiskey comes from the Islay. Of, of Scotland. So it's not coming from the mainland, it's actually coming from um, one of the smaller islands around nice. Scotland. And so this this particular uh, scotch is known to be extremely peaty. Yeah, yeah. Extremely earthy. So right. you get a lot of uh, smoky flavors yes. in that. Um, and just it's just a very earthy uh, yeah. flavored scotch. One I of my could, favorites. I could definitely taste the, the peat and smokiness of it. Yeah. Cheers no. again, brother. All right, man. Yeah, dude. It's really Thanks. good. Um, Thanks, I prefer actually the smoky taste. I know a lot of other people don't necessarily, you know, prefer to go with something like that. What is your kind of favorite whiskey or go-to whiskey on a on a good day? You know what? Um, good day or bad day, I'm gonna drink a glass of whiskey. Yeah, um, I mean, that's <laughs> same, my philosophy. Same, same. If I didn't have a glass of whiskey that day, it's you know, it's that's a bad day. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So um, something no, was I, wrong. Yeah, something, yeah. I, I, um, and that's. Kind of a joke, but um, there's really not um, a a bad time to drink a glass of whiskey, in my opinion. It's, it's something that I'd like to do in the evenings. It helps me calm down. Right. It really helps me collect my thoughts. Uh, sipping on a glass of whiskey and smoking a cigar, it just kind of slows down the world for me. I think you know, day to day, yeah. we're we're so busy. We have so many things to do. But when I sit down on my patio and I smoke a cigar and I drink a glass of whiskey, it allows me just to remove my thoughts and just simply enjoy the moment. I hear you. Human beings, man. I'm just, yeah. just trying to be here. You know, yeah, instead of yeah. whiskey and the cigar helped me do that. So Definitely. you asked me what kind of my favorite whiskey, I would say scotch. Um, yeah. Just, I really love uh, just uh, how, how characteristic they are about being smoky. And so that's just something that I've just grown accustomed to and yeah. that I've grown to really appreciate. That's awesome. I also appreciate whiskey and that's honestly the reason why an ideal behind this podcast, um, I think it's super easy for me to sit down with people that I've barely met over a glass of whiskey and just kind of get loose and talk a little bit about the business, things like that. So I think whiskey is definitely one of those conversation pieces and stress relievers for me as well. Yeah, um, for but sure. But cool, man. So you're, you're going to be smoking on a cigar today, right? Yeah, I, I hope that's okay. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, right. I, I want to smell some cigar. <laughs> I can't smoke a cigar because I had a really bad experience uh, in Florida once. Oh, cigars, just, cigars are very particular, right? You, you got to kind of know how to smoke them or you, is it just kind of a... You know what? Um, as it comes to smoking the cigar, there's, there's definitely technique involved. Um, 
first thing that, that you want to do when you're when you're about to smoke a cigar is you want to make sure that you you're burning evenly all the way around. Um, this is what you call toasting the foot. Toasting and the foot. Toasting the foot. And a mistake that a lot of people make. A lot of people have smoked cigarettes before, but when right. it comes to cigars, they're not as familiar. So a big mistake that a lot of people make is as soon as they, they put it in their mouth, they're going to grab it with their teeth, wrap their lips around it, and then they inhale the smoke. That's it's what not, I do. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> that, that, that might be why you had so much trouble at first. Yeah, yeah. The, now, when you're smoking a cigar, it's all about just bringing the smoke and the taste and the flavor of the tobacco into the mouth cavity and then enjoying it and then exhaling the smoke. So you don't want, you don't, you don't inhale into your lungs. Ever. Yeah, no. Don't ever. No, I mean, you can a little bit, but for the, I mean, the vast majority of the time, you're not going to inhale the smoke. It's just simply supposed to save mouth cavity so that you're, you can absorb it through your gums right. and through your tongue and through your mouth and then you just simply exhale the smoke. Yeah. And so, I actually love the smell. I love it. I, I think, <laughs> I, even if I just go have a whiskey right. at a cigar shop, right. like, it's it's a it's a soothing smell. It, it, yes, therapeutic, if you will. For sure. Yeah. No. I. I. A lot of people. It, I. I hear this. I, it's hit or miss for many people. Some people love the smell. Some people can't stand the smell. Um, but for me, I've always loved the smell. I just feel the smell so yeah, warm. It does. You know, it and does, it's I it's agree. a it's a very masculine thing. For too. sure. And so I I've gotten some compliments from women that lo love the way that I smell because I smoke a cigar every day. Um, That's awesome. And so my suits and my jackets and my shirts—they always smell like they got that, cigar. That smell. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a masculine it's like a, smell. Yeah, it's a man cave smell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were somewhere. Man. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome, man. So talk to me about the business, Wes. Chugo uh, Cigars. How long have you guys been open for? You know, man, we we I got the space about a year ago, um, last September, and awesome. um, at first it was just gonna be a hobby. It was just a place to hang out. I didn't have the full bar. In fact, all I had was actually half the space that you saw earlier. And so really? I only had half the space and it was 400 square feet. And me and my two brothers, um, we all came in. I leased this space and we laid flooring and we painted walls. We hung up a TV, got <laughs> comfortable seating, and then we built a humidor. And so it was a private place for me and my brothers to hang out right. and our friends. So we'd come here, smoke cigars, go to Malalam, and then come back and smoke some more cigars. You got one of the hottest clubs Dude. right next door, right? Right, right. So, I mean, if you can imagine a private private venue for yourself and your friends, you know, That's, right next to this, yeah. the biggest club on the west side is a great thing to have. For sure. So it's, it was more of just a hobby. And um, fortune would have it uh, um, that the, the space next to me opened up. And so as soon as the girl left, I signed a lease on her space. I tore out the wall in between and then I laid more flooring and built a bar because she already had the water hookups and um, built a liquor cabinet. Everything in there is so completely... So at that time you didn't even have the, the liquor? No, yeah, yet. that's, it that's right. It was just the cigars. It was just the cigars. And so that, that all happened, just to give you a time frame, got the space in September, enjoyed it for a good five months, got the next space in about January and took me a couple more months to finish the build out. We got our mixed beverage permit in May. And so really in May we opened it up to the public and now we're, we're, of course, serving cocktails and yeah. great craft beer, craft wine. We're doing um, bourbons and scotches and brandies and cognacs. And yeah, you guys just, got a good selection thanks, there, right? Thanks how, very how much. How many uh, whiskeys or how many different <clears throat> alcohol beverages sure. would you have? Sure. Um, we have 17 different scotches on our, on our top, top wall. And then below that are our bourbons. And so we have about um, 15 different bourbons. 
Um, and then we have, of course, have about 18 different craft beers. Um, we also have um, a couple different options for tequila, a um, couple different options for mezcal as well. And then wow. we have one one cognac and one brandy. So you got a little so, bit of everything, right? Yeah, you got to. <laughs> yeah, that's you gotta awesome. Have, yeah, a little bit of everything. Talk to me about the demographic, because the location. I mean, first of all, the location here. If you're not from El Paso, this is prime location, right? And if you're from El Paso, you already know right. that this area is, is super hot. You got residential, you got one of the biggest movie theaters right across the street. Right. Um, you just have a whole bunch happening here. How has that helped you, you know, since January, kind of get your name sure. out there? Sure, sure. Um, you know, it's something that you can never do too much of is marketing. You right. know, so you can never out-market yourself or over-market what you're doing. Um, and that's something that I had no idea how to do. Um, I'm, I'm good at running operations. I'm good at envisioning um, concepts. But when it came to marketing, that was something completely outside of my realm. Yeah. And so it, it, it helped very much that we were in the, one of the highest traffic place on the west side. Now, I, El Paso is growing. It's huge. There's a, east side is booming. Yeah. But in terms of having one spot on the west side, this is where you want to be. For sure. I mean, we all understand there's a yeah. location, location. I'm here. Location. I'm across every Sunday. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. My, my, yeah, my. yeah. I love. I love the food. First right. of all, like it's yeah. the perfect brunch spot to just go hang out and have a beverage and yeah. Some oh good yeah. Food. Yeah. I mean, who can you can't beat dollar mimosas and dollar yeah, yeah. red beers. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. Only in El Paso do you have those specialists. Right? That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. To, answer your question I mean being here has been very helpful for us because we get so much foot traffic as we're learning how to market ourselves right. in, on the social medias and um, search engine optimization and learning how to be not just a functioning business but a promoting what we are because you may have a great product but if no one knows you're there yeah your great product sits on the shelf yeah definitely uh, so I I'm, just, I'm super big into um, marketing and social media presence also because nowadays even you know in my industry real estate people are buying houses and looking on Instagram and Facebook for them you know so the, the attention definitely has switched and if you're not on those search markets or you're not on the social media platforms that you need to be on and like you said you have a good product no one knows about it you're basically you know invisible you right might as well right <laughs> might as well not exist yeah 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 definitely absolutely that's awesome um so talk to me about the demograph you know you have a lot of residential you have a lot of everything do you do you get a lot of professionals in here yeah do you get a lot of uh you know young sure. craft beer drinkers well let me ask you this when you think of smoking a cigar, who's your ideal target? I and mean, who, who do you, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of someone smoking a cigar? A successful business person. In age, what would yeah, you say? Yeah. Uh, maybe? Age, maybe mid-30s Okay, good. So uh, it, you're right on, on par with, with who we're trying to attract. Right. Now, demographically speaking, uh, a lot of kids come through here and that's okay like we and that's one of the things that I'm trying to do with Chuco cigars is trying to expose it to a younger crowd um, trying to expose it to kids who've never smoked cigars before when they thought of a cigar they thought of their granddad right you know they thought of an older gentleman and so I'm really trying to bring the combination of a cigar and whiskey to the younger crowd because right. one that's that's the population that's walking back and forth here and so that's who we're working with right. and so yeah would you say would you say having a cigar and whiskey is more of an experience than it is just a you know quick in and out shop yeah. bouncing around yeah absolutely smoking a cigar is rarely done alone now of right. course 
you you can smoke a cigar by yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're out on your patio, and I heck, I do it all the time. But the best experiences that you get out of smoking a cigar is when you're smoking with your buddies. Yeah. You're smoking a cigar, and it's not a, it's not a quick 45 you know minute thing. I mean, it can be, but for the most part, the cigars that we have in our humidor, it's gonna last you about an hour to to two hours, right, right. just depending on the amount of time that you have. So, talking about experience, the best thing about the experience is the guys that you're doing it with. This kind of thing, getting to know each other, you right, know, right. talking about the whiskey, talking about the cigar that you're yeah. enjoying, and just sharing moments. I mean, yeah. that's what life is, man. It's just yeah, a series exactly. of moments that you get to share together with your favorite people. Exactly. That's awesome. Would you say what would you say is your best or favorite combo when pairing cigar and whiskey? Honestly, it depends on my mood. Yeah, I'm, I'm an emotional person. <laughs> Same. And I make all my decisions off of emotion, rarely logic, and that's not always been in my favor. <laughs> right. So you know, I, I typically make that decision. The hardest part of my day is trying to decide what kind of cigar I want to smoke. And then once I've decided on the cigar, then I go back and decide what am I going to pair that with. Um, do I feel like drinking beer? Do I feel like drinking right. um, a cocktail? Or would I rather just have straight bourbon or straight, straight scotch? I have a good friend of mine. His name's Cody Burns. And Cody drinks his cigars with mezcal. And really? so it's really all about the palate. You know, it's a very, yeah. a very subjective matter. And so that's why we, we really try to expose what we have because we want people to come in and, and feel very welcomed and know that we have what they're craving. Right. So for me personally, I like a stronger drink to pair with my cigar. Um, this, the, what I'm smoking right now is called the Undercrown, um, and it's, it's sun-grown. And uh, it's got a kind of a Colorado-ish co colored wrapper. Um, is and this it's, from Colorado? No, this is, uh, this is Nicaragua. 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 Um, the co term Colorado just represents the, 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 um, uh, the wrapper, the outside wrapper. Oh, okay. Um, and so you have a, typically dark ones are, are referred to as Maduro, light ones are referred to as Connecticut's, ones in between referred to as Colorado. And so nice. this is this is where that wrapper comes. Now, as far as your your whiskey, I mean um, your cigars in your humidor, humidor, right? That's humidor, yeah. <laughs> um, where are these whiskey, uh, Where are these cigars from? Do you have a specific, you know, countries that you're are your best sure. sellers or sure we have in our humidor um we have everything that ranges from we have a lot of nicaraguan tobacco um but we have is that more popular you know what what i'm seeing is yeah um I've, I've been smoking for a long time since i was 18 i'm 31 and i've been smoking since i was 18 so 13 years and i didn't really start d delving into what i was smoking um and of course this time i got older and i wanted got more mature, I started wanting premium cigars, right. but I really didn't start looking at the origin of where the tobacco was grown until really about three years ago. And what my palate really enjoys um, is Nicaraguan soil. Really? Yeah. That's and it's, awesome. it's strange. Maybe you got some background. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You know, I actually spent, a, I lived a couple years in Cuba when I was young. So no I, I tell my parents, it's your fault that I hooked on tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> you did this. You, it's your fault. Yeah, I point, yeah, I point my finger at them. But I, I typically will smoke uh, a Nicaraguan cigar. You, there's a lot of people that won't smoke anything but Cuban, and I respect that. If that's what you like, that's what you smoke. Yeah. You know, once again, it's a very subjective thing. It's all about your palate and your taste right, buds. Right. So if that's what you enjoy, then, you know, great. But oftentimes, you can't get your hands on Cuban, and if you do, who knows whether or not it's authentic. <clears throat> and sure. so um, in my humidor, I have Nicaraguan tobacco, Dominican Republic tobacco, 
Honduran. I have stuff from um, from Italy, Peru. Um, wow. So we have a wide range of, awesome. of uh, where our cigars originate from. That's cool. Yeah. Most expensive cigar that you got? Not bad. The most expensive cigar that I have in there right now is twenty three dollars. That's not bad. No, no. In fact, in, in my we and that's something that I was really wanted to really harp on was making sure that we had affordable tobacco for that you cigars could be expensive yeah i mean i i've heard of i have a good friend um who he'll spend a hundred dollars on a cigar and that's that's common for him you know and and he's buying extremely exotic items you know that are very rare and but that's what he likes yeah you know to me and for the common man what I, i i like to present to them is quality cigars out of an affordable cost Exactly. in a wonderful ambiance especially in El Paso right a lot of right. people you know you, we said it right now dollar mimosas and right. people are always looking for deals but I think when it comes down to the cigar smoker the typical cigar smoker they already have that that idea of you know the, the price point and things like that yeah right I mean we you're right it, <clears throat> we, um, budget is definitely a huge um, concern when people come in here and I want to you know just cater to that you right. know um, so I, I, that's one question that I always ask people when they're running the humidor, humidor together is what kind of budget do you have? You, are you trying to stay under 10? Um, are you willing to go above 15? And so we just try to find whatever um, you're looking for to meet your budget as well. Now for the non-cigar smokers, what is the purpose of that humidor? And obviously it's, you know, I know, but... Yeah, well, sure. Um, the, a humidor <clears throat> is designed to uh, keep humidity within the walls right. um, basic definition Being tobacco these leaves dry up right, right. yeah 100 percent um so if you so we we built actually our humidor from scratch me and my brothers did and um we the humidor is is lined with spanish cedar um on the walls and then spanish cedar shelving as well and then at the bottom of the, of the humidor is a humidifier what that humidifier does is it takes distilled water and it aerates it and so right. it keeps all the air at a certain percentage of humidity and so um, your ideal humidity for any humidor should be right around 72 73 percent humidity and anything so, over that could get a little if, moist right if you're above that um, you run the risk of uh, of mold um, and, and I've seen that in other humidors um, and uh, you don't want to do that. So it's very important that humidity stays really right at 70 to 73. Right, um, right. Yeah, and then That's temperature awesome. right about 71, 72. That's important, especially for inventory purposes, right? You right, want, right. You want your inventory to go to shit. Right, I mean, that, you're right. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the livelihood of the business, you know, exactly. so we got to make sure it's, yeah. it's kept well. So, Wes, before this, you said that, you know, the business actually started January. You had it five months just enjoying it, you and your buddies. Right. But did you have any entrepreneurial background before that or? Yeah, I did. Um, I, uh, I've, uh, I've thought as an entrepreneur, I suppose, um, majority of my life. Um, I, I started a, a fencing business when I was 18 um, and was successful to a degree, as a, um, but wasn't something that I wanted to keep doing, but it was right. a project I wanted to start and saw that I could make money doing it. So. I just took the risk and jumped on it and, and did it for about six months and then I realized I don't want to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you're so, like, I could do something, right. but maybe just fencing is not it. Right, no, I, I, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I started a fiberglass fencing company That's and awesome. had a couple different projects and yeah, it was fun, but uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, what would you say are some of your biggest lessons so far, you know, since January opening up Chuco Cigars out here? 
Man, um, you know, you just don't know until you're doing it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, uh, to me, for me, I would rather risk it all and, and try to do something and try to be successful and try to follow my dreams than always wonder what could have been and what I, what I could have accomplished. And, that regret, and, right? Right, yeah, I, it's just, you, to me, I, I couldn't sleep at night thinking about all these visions that I had and I just, you know, I worked really hard. I, I come from a background of insurance. Okay. And before that, I was in hospitality. And nice. so I, I ran Crave Kitchen and Bar a couple, uh, sweet, for sweet. three or four years. And then I was part of the management team that built the Alamo Draft House here. No way. And then I transitioned into insurance and did really well in sales. And so I took the, the money that I got from that and built Chuko Cigars. Um, so this is your little baby. This yeah, is this is the same. first one, you yeah. know. And, and, uh, and so biggest lesson that I've learned is that um, there's always another day. You know, you're, you're going to go through days that are extremely challenging and then you're going to go through days that you can't believe you're getting paid to do this you yeah. know and so you know <laughs> like, this is too fun <laughs> yeah one thing I, I have to remind myself is that yesterday ended last night with all my failures with all my successes that ended last night today is a new day and i gotta work hard today and just create opportunity for myself and so i read i, re I read a book by john maxwell um, fantastic yeah, author fantastic and uh it's called thinking for a change but in in his book he says by the time opportunity presents itself it's too late to prepare prepare for it yeah. so he says you're every day is an opportunity for tomorrow to be better and that's that's it's how so yeah you got you got to take advantage of today because today really matters and once again yesterday ended last night with all its successes and failures so today work hard yeah make your dreams Definitely. happen that's awesome bro that's, yeah. that's really exciting yeah man Thank but you. um where where can people find you right now on social media? What are some of your handles? So if you if you go to on Instagram, we are at Chuko underscore cigars, um, and 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 on that on that domain, you'll see a lot of our regulars. You'll see a lot of our specials. You'll see a lot of the whiskeys that we carry. You'll see a lot of the cigars that we carry. You'll see some goofball things from me and our bartenders <laughs> just having a good time. Um, and yeah, so you can find us on on Instagram at Chuko underscore cigars. Um, on Facebook, Chuko Cigars. Uh, awesome. And those are the two social medias that we're on. We're, of course, on Google and Yelp as well. So, that's um, sweet, that's yeah. sweet. Just trying to create... Yelp reviews? We, we, you know what? We just got onto Yelp. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, about last week. So we're, we don't have any Yelp reviews on Google. We have 25 uh, five-star reviews. That's awesome, man. To start. Five-star. Yeah. That's, that's good, that's good. Yeah. Well, keep it up, keep it up. Exactly. Obviously, you know, you, you just got started this year, but... Um, you're in a good location, you have a good product, you have a good concept too, so I know you'll be successful, especially here in El Paso, Thank you, promoting friend. and doing everything that you're doing too. Thank so. you very much. Um, I always like to kind of wrap up every podcast, talk a little bit about El Paso. Are you born and raised here? So I was, I was born in Orange County, California, um, lived in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, lived in Annapolis, Maryland. We moved, my family moved here uh, in 95. So I've been in El Paso since 1995. So if you ask me where home is, El Paso. Yeah. El Paso is home, and I feel homegrown, and I'm home. <laughs> I mean, this is my heart, and so I mean, yeah. you Chuko, don't call your bar, you, you know, your Chuko. concept yeah. Chuko, unless I you I asked it. them before the podcast, uh, what what was the inspiration behind the name, and I looked at them like, besides El Paso, right? Because yeah. El Paso's name is uh, known as Chuko, Chuko Town. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, yes. Story behind that is I always want to be associated with this town because this town is where I was made, yeah. and this town, these influences, the awesome people of El Paso. Just our culture is so rich, and so I want badass. to take that 
everywhere I go. Yeah. And just to let people know that I was born, I was, I was, wasn't born, but I was raised in El Paso, and I'm proud to be in El Paso. Yeah, and this is home. So whatever success looks like down the road, <laughs> it's always going to be because of El Paso. Yeah, that's so, awesome, bro. Yeah. Um, really quick, what are what are some of your favorite places? One to eat at in El Paso, uh, two to hang out at. It's cool if you throw your plug. Sure. <laughs> and three, uh, to celebrate. You yeah. Know, anytime you had a good month, had a good day. Yeah, dude. So, one of my favorite places to eat is uh, Carnitas Querétaro. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> dude. It's so good. Yeah, the tacos here, for real, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love Mexican food, authentic Mexican food. So, Carnitas is a big spot for me. I'm a big fan. Of, do you ever eat in Juarez? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, nice. Me and my friends, um, we go down there. Not often, um, but when we do, um, we always go to. Oh, so it's escaping. Um, it's on Gomez La Morin. La Morin. La okay. Morin. Okay. Uh, on Gomez Morin. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's some good food out there. Man. So good. I, I love it. Yeah, I love. I love and that. It, and it's so accessible. You just walk yeah. over. It, it's not you know, that far. Catch an Uber. Right. I, I've been catching Ubers out there. Yeah. Like I'm here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky Bar is a favorite Kentucky, bar of mine. Kentucky. Super fun. Um, and do Juarez. the banderas. <laughs> do the banderas shots. Nah, you know I've never done that. No. Maybe we should so, go some time. Dude, for real. <laughs> so it's a, a shot of tequila, a shot of clamato, and a shot of lime. Sounds awesome. It's the color of the Mexican flag so bah, 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 you just do them and that makes sense yeah yeah you do them a couple yeah. of those and you're you're ready to you're ready go. you're ready to keep going <laughs> anywhere you want <laughs> yeah that's yeah. that's awesome I, I uh, another place I love to go um, is uh, su casa it's down su casa, on yes. and yes. that's that's I love the, Tony the, the guys the soup yes the tortilla is it the tortilla soup yeah right? they have a good tortilla soup. oh my god yeah. yeah and I'm vegetarian so I don't okay. eat meat and that one I'm like I can eat this you yeah know, there's no there's no chicken in it yeah so is really good so casa little is hidden good. gem too in right. central right central El Paso right. for me is that's my favorite area yeah. in El Paso any any you know, Pershing yeah Pershing's my one of my favorite streets besides Mesa right because you just have so much history history yes hidden gems little hole in the wall spots right that are super good and a lot of people don't know so right you know my first time was a couple months ago and i was just like what the fuck? where yeah. have i been right you know so it's really cool yeah um where would you say is one of your favorite places to hang out man um if i'm not here at chuco cigars um i'm at hope and anchor um i love hope and anchor dude the bar and anchor is vibe the right? bar the bartenders down there just keep it real man yeah and uh yeah i mean just always feel special down there you know and um i just really enjoy the ambience beautiful patio and just it's a great place to hang out i, I don't like to get ratchet you know me i would yeah. even in my early 20s <laughs> yeah yeah but it's just not a place i'm looking to hang out anymore there's a so lot of ratchet places here in El yeah, Paso, right? yeah, a lot of fun there's yeah, a lot yeah. Of fun. i mean when if that's what you're into you know yeah, yeah but uh, to me a great great way to hang out is just to kick back be mellow and be able so to have a conversation yeah right? yeah and so i find For that sure. i hope an anchor find that here at chugo cigars and yeah, so just an easy place to hang yeah, out yeah good good ambience for yeah. sure for sure man yeah um and last where, where's your favorite place to celebrate you know if you are celebrating that birthday or right you know big month i i love me some sushi some sushi some sushi yeah. dude yeah dude. so if, if i'm celebrating a birthday or just something something special with my family uh we really love to go to cozy Cozy's. Uh, cozy tough yeah, yeah yeah right up here on may set yeah, so, so much good food out here right? yeah there is <laughs> you can really gain some weight if you're not careful oh yeah <laughs> for sure easily wes appreciate you so much man thank you so much uh for for stopping by well actually for letting us stop by because we're here in the back patio right you guys need to check out this spot super vibey and you got good food all around the corner right oh there. yeah all walking distance as well 
Um, but really appreciate you stop um, allowing us to stop by and, and sitting down for episode number 41. Make sure you guys tune in every single Wednesday where we have entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers like Wes here on our show. Wes, thank you so much, brother. Yeah, brother. Appreciate it. Hey. Cheers again, man. Dude, cheers to you, man. Yeah, thank you so good, much. This is good whiskey, too. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah, bro. Thank you for listening to Whiskey Wednesdays. Hope you enjoy this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment. And you can see more on YouTube, Instagram, and Apple Podcasts.